0: we are here we are here again and again and again and again and again (laughs) and again again again.
1: can't get rid of us
0: Booyashaka. okay all right well shout out to our new patron casey thank you for being a patron Thank you, Casey. Shout out to Lisa W. Lisa W. Hey, hey. Shout out to uh, Jenny B. Jenny B on the block. (laughs) And shout out to Jamie G. Jamie G. Nice. Awesome. Amen. Um, Thank you guys for supporting. Yes. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for being supportive on this journey. Um, We appreciate you guys very much. So this is an email, it's a very long email, um, about parental alienation. This might be a full episode on this. Let's do it, I like that. Our uh, Instagram follower uh, sent us this email that I literally just found, and I think we should start this email um like by reading we should start by reading this email i'll read it to you okay um and then we'll have a conversation love that let's go okay so the email reads first i want to thank you for opening your podcast up to your instagram followers to suggest podcast topics i've thought about messaging you multiple times about this specific topic however i know you get a lot of dms didn't want to send a story without permission Always send your stories. Absolutely. If you guys are okay with us sharing them, Mm -hmm. send them in. We'd love to hear it. Send your stories, your questions to our email. It's extragaypod at gmail.com. We're always down to include our followers, our listeners on the show. Um, I want to start with resources because I know my story is long. So I want this to be front and center. So maybe you can look this up for yourself and cover it on an episode one day. If you don't get through my story, maybe this alone will show you how detrimental this is. So th- the topic is parental alienation. Have you ever heard of it? Pa-
1: parental alienation? Yeah. Isn't that when the parent alienates their child?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so the resources she gives are um, erasing family which is a documentary about how weaponizing children affects them in the long run dr amy baker bonded to the abuser um and other stuff if you do she said also said if you do a tiktok search for parental alienation things will come up so this is her story um but it's where one, one parent alienates the child and uses them as a pawn against the other parent. This is why being with a narcissist can be so dangerous, especially procreating with one. Even when you escape from being with them, they still find ways to control and abuse you. And what better way to do that than with your babies? Um, that's how she starts. So this is her story. Can I read it? I'm ready. Let's go. Like you, Tori. I had, a fam- I had a family member that was not supportive and came from a heavy drug background. My mom was bipolar and was in uh, AA. I'm proud of her for her sobri- sobriety. However, I realize how neglectful she was now that I am an adult. She was barely home and left me with my siblings who were doing drugs. I hung out with adults most of my childhood and my brother overdosed and passed when I was 16, whom I had my own trauma with right before he died. I don't want to go too deep into that, but I feel it's important to know my background on that type of people or childhood I had, to un- I had to understand how this can happen. I was a really crazy teenager. Life decided to slow me down when I got pregnant at 15. We chose to keep the baby, and I still believe to this day my baby saved me because I was headed down the same path as my siblings. I moved in with my son's father permanently right before my son was born to get away from the toxicity of my own family. As I was pregnant his dad was starting to become verbally abusive when i had my son it got a lot worse he would call me fat call me a bitch um how i'm nothing hold on baby could we do like breakdowns of this because there's so much yeah he would
1: tell her she's a terrible mother um no no no, baby i mean like us talk about her like like her starting from her getting pregnant at age 15 and just knowing how hard that is alone
0: Oh, like so are you? Oh, so you're not yeah, telling like, me to? No, no,
1: no, no, no. I want you to read the whole thing. I think that's oh, okay. it's already I insane. Thought, I
0: thought you were saying let's do the Reader's Digest version.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying like let's break it down. So this girl uh-huh. started, This ended up getting pregnant at 15, mm-hmm. and imagine not having support from anybody. At the you're a baby
0: yourself, mm-hmm. so imagine being pregnant and not having support. Mm-hmm. And now, and now you go from one toxic situation which she's saying her family was toxic to now being with this verbally um, abusive person. And you're only 15 years old. Right.
1: And that's the baby's father. So, yeah. To talk to somebody who's carrying your child, you piece of shit, carrying your baby. Mm hmm and
0: you have the nerve to call the mother of your child those evil nasty names like you're a bitch well well she's saying and this is a, a thing with trauma too is is she's saying she was used to the verbal she craved it because of her childhood cuz that's what she grew up learning yeah that's all she knew mm. so that was her like normal you know what i mean yeah so he is verbally abusive um, and then he become he starts becoming physically abusive. And she's saying she stayed for a long time. Um, she said there was a time he picked my son up and started kicking me at the top of the stairs. My son was a year old at the <gasps> time. He had wrapped a wire around my neck, threatened to kill me, cornered me in the kitchen of his family, uh, his family's house, and threw food at me to uh, to the point that it was mashed in my hair, clothes, basically all over me. And she goes, yeah, it sounds funny. No. First of all, it does not
1: sound funny. Absolutely not. The physical abuse isn't, isn't funny. To, and if somebody thinks it's funny, you're sick in the fucking head. Yeah,
0: no, no. And no. that
1: piece of shit is one fucking coward. Not only are you raising your son to talk and treat women the way you treat them. But you're like you're a coward, motherfucker. You're such a piece of shit coward. Like this, ooh, this pisses me off. She
0: says, "Imagine a six feet tall, a six foot tall guy who you're scared of standing over you, treating you like a trash can. It was psychological and extremely degrading. I was an empty shell, and at times daydreamed of suicide. Well, we're glad you didn't do it. Um, and we're, yes, we're glad. We're actually, I'm honored to be telling this story right now.
1: Right, and we're honestly." We're so proud of you that you got out of that situation that you didn't take that road to end your life because your life is very important. Your
0: son needs you. Um let's baby let's read this cuz this is very this okay, is a very yeah, yeah, long story. It. Let's read the whole story and then we'll do All it. All right, later. let's do it that way. Okay. Eventually, I realize I cannot stay in this relationship because my son can grow up to be one of two ways. He can try to protect me from his father and end up getting hurt or abused himself like my siblings did for me as a baby. Or he could develop abuse tendencies from the exposure of watching it happen. I get the courage to leave him. I was 19 years old and my son was three and the worst thing I ever did was not take him with me. I had nowhere to go. I was bouncing around friends' houses, didn't want to put my baby through this. I figured his dad was not abusive towards him at the time, and his mom also helped. Uh, So I thought a consistent home until I got on my feet would be the best right, wrong. When I left, that's when the verbal abuse and direct insults of my parenting became the center. He wanted to control everything from visits, times when I saw and talked to my son, Eventually, my visitations were no longer because he stopped answering. He also told me he'd break my face if I came near his door. Once he got a new girlfriend, he basically replaced and gave my son a new mom. I tried uh, taking him to court. He took me for support. I got a PFA on him and won, but because it was only me and my, not my son, he wasn't considered a danger and couldn't use this in my custody case um i started a new job was making a good amount of money finally had my own place and car it was a dream especially because where i came from this was unheard of when i went to court really thought i would win my son even had his own room they took out pictures with bruises that he got from playing and said i did that they lied on me and i never thought he would do that to me they played real dirty and that's when i realized how fucked up and easy it is to screw someone over in court his mom helped him i worked overnight at the time at the time, and they said I didn't work suitable parenting hours, the judge wasn't open to hearing how he's been withholding him or his threatening text messages. He had a lawyer. I didn't because I was ignorant to how the court system worked, so boom, just like that, we had split custody, awarding him with primary and me with partial. Luckily, I didn't lose it completely. I was responsible for all pickups and drop-offs. Tuesdays, Thursdays, every other weekend, I followed this order to a T, but then I would go, Uh, I would go to my son's daycare on my day and they would tell me he didn't come in. No notice or anything. He started refusing visitations, tried completely shutting me out. I started having cops go to his house. He refused and the cops told me it's a domestic issue. He needs to be handled in court. I had no help, not even my own family. I had friends, but they were young with no kids and didn't know what to do either. It was me against a family of narcissists. His mother would let me see my son when he was at her house sometimes But when his stepmom and dad found out uh, that he saw me, they would block me. I was basically at her mercy and it's embarrassing to think about. I really thought she was doing me a favor when she was the main reason this happened in the first place. His stepmom would continuously ask my son questions for hours about what we did, where we went. Um, I take my son to the park, I'm a piece of shit. I bring my son around the person I've been dating, I'm a piece of shit. So basically they're just picking her parenting apart. Uh he started saying really mean things about how I left him. My breaking point was when I got him an iPhone for Christmas for also her son is saying this. Her son is saying you left me. So clearly the They father, brainwashed yeah. Him. She got him an iPhone for Christmas um so that they could communicate and they blocked her on everything. And Are she, you kidding? Yeah. After being gaslit for five years, broken down, character defamed on social media, turning people against me, I dissociated myself and believed that maybe I wasn't meant to be a mom. Maybe I'm as horrible as everyone said. Um, She gave up for about a year and a half to two years. In 2019, she built herself back up, had a good job, was smarter, had a lawyer, was ready to fight for her son, even if it meant supervised visitation, uh she met her girlfriend who's now her fiance um who's you know the supportive rock she um she said she did not allow me to be broken down again she const- constantly lifted me up i told her my situation um that she was in the what she was in the process of and she was skeptical at first cuz she never heard of parental alienation um she learned very quickly the type of people that she was dealing with so now The son's dad tells her, keep that F-A-G-G-O-T away from my son. Um, The only person that needs to be away from your son, my dude, is you yourself. Also, when I first introduced her to him, apparently I got him a soda. And when I took a sip, he refused to drink it and told her that he doesn't want to drink off of me because he doesn't trust me. Um, every time I wanted to hold my son's father accountable for abuse, he told me to just take it. I decided I wanted someone who would understand my struggles and who would truly okay. So, so she's saying she had male lawyers. I I believe that's what she's saying. And then like nobody would really help take her. Serious. So she found an LGBTQ lawyer um, who was a shark, and she bulldozed right over the case. <laughs> I love that. She ended up winning back primary custody of her son when he was 10
1: yeah
0: so by the time she, now 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 we're cooking she goes by the time that happened he still had his trauma a lot of mental health issues and his own beliefs of abandonment and rightfully so i can not only say what i have been through i can't imagine being a child truly believing my parent left me and all the awful things the other parents said The amount of hatred that would be created, the level of abandonment he felt in those moments, I'm fully aware that what happened was not fair to me, but most of all, it was not fair to my kid. I would take on that pain from him in a heartbeat if I could. My son, who's now 14, is out of control behaviorally because of the mental health abuse trauma that parental alienation has caused. I'm resentful because I feel like As a mother, I was stripped of that amazing experience of having a great relationship with my child, all because I procreated with an abuser and was young, ignorant, and vulnerable. Also heartbroken because of the trauma it's caused my son to have to also cause him to have very similar characteristics of abuse from his dad because his father verbally and physically abused his wife in front of him for years. All I can do is continue to try to build my relationship with my boy and hope love conquers. Not perfect by any means, but you know what? I wasn't close to anything they tried to paint me to be. These past four years of having my kid back taught me how great of a mom I am and I could have been to my baby. I'm so grateful that because for years I truly believed what they told me. Um, I even had an actual suicide attempt. Broke down because I'd gone through that I wouldn't uh, have known how strong I was. Okay i also replayed a lot of situations on exactly how they managed to manipulate me and one custody in the first place the child is under his welfare his address so she prefers to stay anonymous for fear of retaliation um, but when her son turns 18 and his father can no longer weaponize him she plans to speak out but for now she has to be careful because they'll use anything against her um so basically she's talking about how the narcissistic father kind of ruined her relationship with her son so she got her son back when he was 10 she got her son back when he was 10 but now she's trying to rebuild her relationship back and he's her son is now
1: 14 yeah and he's out of control mm -hmm. because of all the mental manipulation and abuse and all that yeah let me just say to you do not give up. Your your son will see. The truth will come out. The truth will be exposed. Your son will find out what kind of mom you really are, like how you fought for your child. And if you continue to fight for him the way you're doing, he will see that. Right now, he's still in that mentality of mental abuse and what he was taught and what he w- was told. It was a bunch of BS. But if he's got all these people in his ear telling him your mom was this your mom was that you know your mom didn't she left you and this and that not saying the fact that you left him because you didn't want him to bounce from one home to the next because you didn't have a stable home but they're making you they're pic- they're painting a picture as if you neglected your child and that wasn't the case
0: mm-hmm. that's you what, know that seems you were being self uh, selfless that seems to be the operative thing that narcissists do yeah is they try to paint uh their victims as like you leave for your protection and also to protect your kid and you kind of it's like a catch-22 because you kind of give them that ammo Mm -hmm. to go run around and try to play this story like oh she left her kids she doesn't want to be a mom anymore and yeah there are moms out there who don't who want to be don't moms. want to be moms and they do leave their kids who did yeah who did leave there like there are moms out there who have absolutely abandoned their fucking kids absolutely but, but in this case that's not this the situation
1: like she said she left because she needed to get herself situated mm-hmm. and she left her kid with her with his father in hopes that you know let me get on my feet not saying hey i'm not going to come around and see my kid but let me just get on my feet before i take my kid so he's not hopping around from couch to couch you know what i mean
0: yeah well i mean narcissists are some of the worst people to procreate with if you are with a narcissist if you're married to a narcissist and y'all don't have kids yet i promise you do not procreate with that child that person because it's a forever thing oh yeah you're gonna have to deal with that motherfucker for 18 years Mm -hmm. and that's not gonna be fun and they love to use people as pawns so not only will they pin the child against the parent they'll pin the child against the other sibling if they have to like they're just playing everybody against everybody because Mm -hmm. that's what a narcissist does. They like to be in control and they're bullies. They're big bullies. Absolutely. Um, And they'll bully whoever, however, to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Imagine this child wanting
1: his mother, but then people are like, oh no, your mom's bad. Your mom's not the, you know. It's, that's an innocent baby. You know what I mean? Like why even do that? You're harming your child, you idiot. Like, how, does, how do you sleep at night knowing that you are literally, your child wants his mother and you're over here instead of being a good father and saying, you know what, as much as I don't like this person, that is his mother at the end of the day, I'm not getting in between that.
0: Well, that's where the, that's,
1: but how do you go to bed at night knowing that your child is hurting because they want their parents?
0: Narcissists don't truly have, they lack empathy they really do no i know they're very selfish fucking people yes they only think about their means to their end they don't care about anybody else whether it's their kid their mom their sister their brother they don't give a fuck who you are they look at people as pawns in their game i was just gonna say that it's like a game to them yeah it is a game it's a hundred percent a game and, it's disgusting and it's 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 actually like people people um people underestimate the severity of abuse that happens when you procreate with a fucking narcissist like you know what i mean unfortunately a lot of people
1: don't realize some narcissists hide it really fucking good yeah like have you ever seen the movie enough you have
0: yeah yeah
1: in the movie, Jennifer Lopez was good with this guy up until she got pregnant, and then the real him came out. Right. So it's hard to tell somebody be careful. Well,
0: well, why did he? Why did the real him come out? Because be- she caught him. Because she caught him. That's the worst thing you can do to a narcissist is call them out, and and catch them in their shit. Mm-hmm. Once you see it, once you take the mask of a narcissist off, you are public enemy number one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Period absolutely and again they don't care who you are like my dad is he's not one of the biggest narcissists i've ever met but he's definitely a narcissist Mm -hmm. and i've always been the one who's called him out on his shit who's caught him in his lies and called him out on them and put when you put that mirror up to that narcissist you are the most abused Ch- oh, absolutely! and i was the most verbally mm-hmm. abused child
1: i'm happy that she got her son back unfortunately now that this is the hard part is having to reverse it all reverse all the
0: and at this point is it re- all reversible you know can- I, I don't think so i don't think so that kid honestly he's gonna need a lot of therapy we know somebody who was with a narcissist had kids with a narcissist Um, and the narcissist literally same thing parental alienation turned both kids against the mom to the point that she had to cut her children off and kick them out of her house Mm -hmm. because they were being so mean to her and um, like disrespecting her and whatever and she and she's like it, she said it she was like it's the one of the hardest things I ever had, ever had to do because they're my kids she's like but but wh-
1: how much abuse can you really take you right know? that's
0: what I'm saying like there's only so much and this person also there's only so much she can do there's yeah. there's only so much undoing that can be done at that point you know what I mean there's not I'd love to say like the only the best thing you can do in this sort of situation is just be aware and you have to be hyper fucking aware like when I tell you I can sense the shit from 30 miles away like can I not like yeah you can Uh, yeah, yeah yeah I I can spot it like because you have to be hyper aware when you're dealing with these types of people. Because if you're not, you're gonna miss shit. Shit's gonna fly under the radar, and then the more you fucking just leave shit the way it is, like, oh, you know, everything's fine. Before you know it, you have this sort of issue, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, And then it's too far gone, and it's the unraveling that happens, or that needs to happen, it's it's just stressful that's the best thing you could do yeah i mean because you can't even with that awareness you can't it's hard because it's mental abuse and you can't prove mental abuse no you can't like that doesn't hold in court you can't be like oh my son's father is mentally abusing him and brainwashing him and the court's gonna look at you and the cops are gonna look at you and they're gonna be like prove it right can't. what do you want us to do
1: no you can't and it's a lot harder unfortunately and a lot of courts don't even allow the child to speak because they think they're not old enough or they're not mentally developed enough to even go there and question them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that makes it harder because she can say he because they could question him and i think that should be changed i think that kids do need to be questioned without the parents in the room so they can go into deep like not deep conversation but like find out what is actually what is daddy
0: saying what is mommy saying you know what i mean but sometimes it's not even what's being said it's what's being done like you know like right like yeah uh
1: i wanted to see my mom and my dad said i can't
0: yeah, or just the like the Disney dad thing too. What's like, a Disney dad? Like every time, the, narcissists will do this. What? my dad did this when you go when the kids go with him, that he gives you everything you want. His house is like Disney World. There's no fucking rules. You're it's a free for all. Why? Because it's that's a tactic to get the kid. To be on your side, to get mm-hmm. the kid to really tra- its a group. It's really grooming. Oh
1: wow! So that's called Disney dad.
0: Yeah, that's that's the, the term. Yeah. Or did you just like come up? With no, that? no, no. I've I've heard the term. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: it makes sense. Really, you you spoil them. Yeah. So they always think, oh well, dad's
0: house is a fun house. It's, it's it's a form of grooming. Yeah, that's what it is. And kids don't know any better. They, if you put, if you say, hey, take this toy or don't take this toy they're going to fucking take the toy right absolutely <laughs> you know what i mean right so kids don't know and again that's how the narcissist will groom a kid that they're trying to get onto their side that's how they do it they they create an environment that is ideal for a child and the child doesn't know any better because they're a child but before you know it, they've created this wedge. They're drawing this wedge between the child and another sibling, the child and a parent, who whoever, whoever is. And when, when we
1: say sibling, it's because when you have one sibling that is easily manipulated and the other sibling that knows exactly what the hell is going on. They don't want that sibling that knows what's going on to get into the mind of the one that's easily
0: manipulated, if that makes sense. Yeah, narcissists see people, narcissists see the woke as threats. The ones who are hyper-aware, the ones who can see through your bullshit, Mm -hmm. those are the ones that are threats to narcissists. In any scenario, like my ex saw my family as a threat to her Because they were the ones who were trying to talk sense into me. So, what did she do? She manipulated me into believing that my family was a bunch of toxic pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. And it worked for a time, you know? So, why is that? Like, that's what narcissists do. So, if you have two siblings and one sibling sees past the narcissist's bullshit and the other sibling maybe just doesn't yet or whatever that person that narcissist is going to latch on to the one who's still manipulatable manipulatable and literally is going to try to become their best friend in order to to build that trust between the narcissist and the kid and then if the other sibling who's woke and sees the situation for what it is tries to knock some sense into their sibling it's going to create a rift between the two siblings yeah literally it happened in my family with my dad again my dad is my dad i would say is um he's definitely He's definitely an... I don't want to say he's an... Listen, can I say anybody's a narcissist? No. He's got heavy narcissistic tendencies. A lot of entitlement. Can never admit when he's wrong. Takes zero accountability. Makes people the scapegoat. All of that. Was he malicious? Um. You have to be mal- malicious. Whether you're doing it intentionally or not. Well, I I mean malicious in the sense of... I fully know like I am fully aware that I am causing harm.
1: How are you causing harm?
0: Like like calculated. There's there's a s there's a piece of my father that's a little calculated, yeah, I'm sure. But Oh, you're saying being calculated,
1: him being calculated, not you being calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um like but that's a narcissist, like you said. Oh yeah, they, my dad. They play the game. They know how to play the game, and they know how to manipulate other people into believing mm-hmm. the person who's calling me out is the bad guy.
0: Well, my my father, for instance, um, because I have th- I have two siblings, and I'm I'm one of three. I'm the middle child. I've always been the vocal one. I've always been the one who's never been afraid to call my father out on his shit. Right. Um, because of that. In life I have got I have gotten the title of lost cause. My father looks at me and calls me the lost soul, the lost cause, the one who's lost in the world, the one who needs the most help out of all three of his kids. Um my hyper awareness has created um rifts between me and both of my siblings at different times but it, it it's again listen to the last episode if you want the full story but he's gotten so and he did the same thing he the same thing that we're talking about the spoiling and everything like that my little sister didn't know the word no growing up not one. my little sister my mother used to have to beg my father to buy us school clothes, me and me and my sister, Dina. When my little sister didn't know that she was getting literally MacBook Pros at like eight years old. Anything that kid wanted, she got. Hmm. Because when he needed her to lie to CPS about my stepmother, who was being abusive and an alcoholic, she did it at 12. Hmm and now so he bought them yeah they bought la- her. they say. like create secret weapons that's what that's what narcissists do they see this vulnerable kid who's moldable and they mold them and how do they do it they don't have any true redeemable qualities about themselves because being your true self means showing that you're a fucking garbage human yeah so what do they do they buy your affection and your love and then once they have you on their side they make you they doing that makes the kid look at them like oh my god my father is a fucking hero and that's how my little sister looks at my dad like he's a fucking hero he can do no wrong when you guys
1: were young was there ever a time that your dad would try to manipulate you into thinking your
0: mom's the bad guy Uh, every every fucking yep still still to this day if if i was talking to my dad he bl- he would blame my mom for shit. He would he would always tell me and Dina, my mother has hate in her heart. She cheated on me. She this. She that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He absolutely my okay. So has your dad done
1: parental alienation at any point as a kid to you
0: guys? No, because it didn't work with my sister and my my older sister and i um it's more he's done like sibling alienation mm. like he pinned he's pinned when my older sister finally saw th- things for what it was and i had been telling her for years like stop fucking trusting this guy that the, the head the the shit's gonna come to a head eventually and you're gonna be disappointed and she, my older sister, who's more manip- manipulatable, mm-hmm. never believed me, always felt bad, always felt guilty. I never felt guilty because I always saw through Because you saw through it. Yeah, I saw through him. I knew. He would try to make me feel guilty, and I'd be like, you're manipulating me to try to make me feel guilty. Wow. Whereas my sister, Dina, would actually feel bad. Right? Yeah. So, um... It took her a lot longer to realize you know um and anything that he did that was fucked up would be explained away whatever and um once she realized and called and she was the one calling him out he told her that i brainwashed her basically like wow he, like so he painted you to
1: be the bad guy the manipulator
0: yeah it was it was my mother brainwashed me. That's what he would tell us, even as kids. My mother's brainwashing us. <laughs> um, so it was my mother brainwashed me, and then I apparently brainwashed my sister.
1: That's so wild. They could do that.
0: That's where he stands right now. Like he literally, you—you you heard the recording.
1: Yeah, that was a w- he, he, wild. Yeah, that he would.
0: Yeah, you were. You again were the. I'm the scapegoat, the scapegoat, yeah, that's what happens with a narcissist though, like the woke one becomes the scapegoat, like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and they be and and depending on how evil the narcissist is depends on how much that scapegoat is ganged up on bullied, mm. um you know what I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't really to be quite honest. I always felt disconnected when it was me and my other two sisters and my dad. The four of us were together, just the four of us. Yeah. I always felt like the odd man out. Right. But it was never enough where I was like, I can't be around these people. But there's different degrees of abuse. You know what I mean? Right. And And so there are other narcissists who are a lot more overt with their abuse and the worst thing you can do is fucking call them out yeah as a kid you know absolutely you become you become the target for abuse
1: so what is the best bet like what do you think since you're going into school and studying for (laughs) social work what do you think is the best bet if you've seen a situation where a child is mentally and emotionally manipulated and like what would would you suggest would be a step
0: to helping them out i mean there's only so much you can do right um because unfortunately the law is the law right so it's not like you as a mother could be like nope my my son or daughter is not going to see that parent anymore because I'm noticing certain changes or whatever that I don't like it's not like it's not like as a parent y'all could do that right you know so in that respect in the the eyes of the law your hands are fucking tied you know Um, so the best thing I I mean me as a parent because I don't even know like even even from a social work standpoint Counseling, obviously, you know, like you don't go to counseling just to as a reaction to something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm depressed. Now I'm going to go to counseling. Counseling and therapy c- can and should be used in a proactive way, right? I want to put my kid or myself in counseling just in case something were to happen or just as an extra support or whatever so i would think being proactive um with counseling maybe would help at at least
1: so yeah what would you do as a social worker if you're a client if you found this story like somebody reached out to you she did right what advice would you give her Because I would say that kid is definitely going to need therapy because it's only so much she can take. As much as I could sit here and say, be strong, you got this. But if your kid is literally acting out now because of all that abuse, and when they become teenagers, they're a lot harder to
0: fucking control. Let's be real. I don't know what I would tell the kid. Not the kid, but the mom. The the mom? I would tell the mom to stand her ground with her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Never allow abuse. Right. Even if it's coming from your kid.
1: Absolutely not. Um as much as you love your child, you don't there's rules. In this house there is rules. Like we don't you're cleaning up after yourself, you're going to freaking do your homework when I you know whatever I'm telling you to do, you're going to do it. No, you're not going to get what you want. Not here. Nope, not today. So I agree with that. I think whether uh, as because some parents would probably feel very guilty because they probably like she said, she's she ended up having to leave him for a year and a half, maybe two. Yeah. So she probably has that guilt. So it's like when he wants something, it's like almost like you also want to buy your way into it. I don't know if she's doing that, but I know that I know as parents, people do that. Well, yeah. Mom
0: guilt and parent guilt is is a real thing. Yeah. Right. But from an outsider who doesn't have kids, and from a psychological perspective, and, and me knowing a tiny, tiny bit about conditioning and how you can condition your kid and really create their personality by overindulging them and shit like that because of your because of your um, like parental guilt, um, you actually do a disservice to the kid because I was doing that at one point when
1: remember like because I didn't have my kids in the beginning um and I basically did the same thing she did I was living an hour away so I left my kids because one I there's no way they have they have school here it's an hour away that's very selfish of me to take my kids an hour away so I was doing whatever I could yes I was seeing them every day but when I, I didn't know i didn't want it to be a traumatic thing, it, for, thing them. for my kids if i took them it was late i don't know how uh, we, we didn't know how the, the how, i didn't know how the outcome was going to be so i to play it safe for myself for my kids i didn't want it to be traumatic for them so i thought it's best for them to stay with their dad i and then once i was out then i would go for my kids But I had that mom guilt like.
0: Do you still have it?
1: No, 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 no. I mean, there's times I'm not going to say no completely. There is times where I'm just like, I feel like I've missed time with them. I get that. I know. You know what I mean? Like it's been, it was like it went on for like how many months? Six, six, seven months without like having my kids, having them like going from 24, seven with
0: my babies to. What do you have mom mom guilt about though? Like do you feel like you need to I feel like compensate? Yeah, like
1: I'll go I used to. Like when I used to pick them up when I would visit them, it would I would whatever they wanted to do, I want I was willing even if it was my last dollar, just so they feel like, Hey, I'm trying. Like I felt horrible and then having to bring them back and then You know what I mean? So I had that mom guilt and it Mm -hmm. took me a while to get out of that. And then I got our place. Well, we got our place. And then even after we got our place, I was still trying to make up for it. I think I do a decent job of trying to snap you out of it. Oh, you do an amazing job. That's why I'm out of it. I don't I I don't feel like when like my son will constantly go, mom, can I have this? No, we're not. We're not going to just go buy things because you did it earn it
0: you're gonna have yeah. to earn something you know what i mean i mean we've gotten it can we be <coughs> transparent yeah. transparent because we've gotten into some not fights fights but like it's it's an it's an uncomfortable conversation when you see it from an outside perspective and you have to bring it to you're not the parent you have to bring it up to the parent to the attention yeah and the parents the, the the parent has just been through something traumatic regarding her kids you know what i mean and so it's a touchy subject when you have to be like hey i'm just letting you know if this continues i i know where how it's going to like where it's gonna go Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so we've had some uncomfortable conversations yeah about certain things um but I think you ultimately, you listen. Like, yeah, to.
1: because I take
0: it as I'm like,
1: what is she teaching me for? She doesn't have no kids. Like, I'm like, you have no idea. You, you're like, but at the end of the day, I know she's right. Like,
0: and the only reason why I say it is because I know that the over in like in overindulgence and that mom guilt or whatever Turns kids into my dad you know yeah like and i don't i'm i don't want to live with another my dad like you know what i mean i don't want to live with that sort of shit so like obviously if you can nip it in the bud before that happens then duh but like from your perspective i understand like like i don't (laughs) know not that i don't understand the guilt like i understand but i think the guilt is more so um the trauma you've been through in the situation you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think you have to finally come to terms with understanding that you didn't do anything you didn't create the climate you didn't create the situation to be what it was so you have nothing to f- be guilty about, and in time, even if your kids don't get it now, which I think they—they abso- they get it now. Yeah, now, yeah. I think yeah. they absolutely do. Even if they didn't, when they are older, they will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, they're brainwashed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like my sister, my little sister, who absolutely has been brainwashed. Yeah and believes that I'm the evil player in the game. You know, mm-hmm. um like if you ask my sister, my little sister, she's the victim. Nobody like my me and Dina don't love her in the way that we love each other. Like these are things that she's been fed her entire life.
1: Yeah. So basically she's turning into a narcissist and uh playing the victim card
0: um poor me she's got some tendencies for sure um i i don't know i don't want to say there's like still like hope hope but um she's not i don't i don't want to believe that my my little sister cannot admit when she's wrong i think in the situation with me she cannot admit that my father is an she's admitted to me that he's a narcissist
1: but in but she benefits she
0: benefits too much yeah from the opposite and that's it that's a thing too like my sister has been very because she was raised the way that she was raised she has been she's very what's in it for me what can i get out of this very materialistic thinks in material like you know um shit like that Mm -hmm. but that's how she was raised because she was handed everything right you know so she was raised to be to be spoiled and so now as an adult she's got that mentality so she might have a conscience but the minute you wave a dollar in front of her, she's going where the dollar's gonna be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So my father has waved money and shit in front of her, and that'll quickly snap her right the fuck back. And so it doesn't benefit my sister to snap out of it. Does that make sense? It does, I get what you're saying. Like coming to her senses wouldn't benefit her. There's no incentive for that. Right, because not only
1: does she lose that dangling dollar or whatever electronic or whatever it may be that's in front of her, she's now caught in drama that's going to cause between her and her father and f- other family members. So it's like she doesn't. She doesn't. There
0: is no benefit. There's no. Right. Doing. Realizing the truth. Is actually a less like there's things taken away. Mm -hmm. Because if she ends up calling my father out, he's gonna discard her the same thing he the same way he's discarded me. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. And so as long as she toes the line with him and this is the this is the abuse and this is the alienation, as long as she sticks with his narrative she benefits. Yeah. He wins a million dollars, she gets a piece of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least he promises that to her. You right. know? Right, 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 right. But that's what happens when you buy a kid. She's been bought. My dad bought her. her
1: her her whole life.
0: Her entire life.
1: Which which is crazy because I mean, would the situation be different if he gave you guys something let's say he came around and was like all right here's that dangling dollar now to me because you guys haven't been bought your whole life your mom like you said had to beg your dad to buy you clothes to whatever it is yeah we had nothing growing up so would it be easy for you let's say he started buying your love now or are you guys already know his tactic yeah, no. Or would you think something would be up if he's trying it? Like would you think instead of being like, Oh great, he finally came around and came to his senses,
0: or would you go, What 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 does he want out of this? No, I would know exactly you can't once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once yeah. once you know it, you can't unknow it. Um And again, this is why like you've seen and heard in every single narciss every single time tory goes up against a narcissist Tori becomes the scapegoat yeah you become the target yeah every single time because i can i can sniff it out and the narcissist knows that i can sniff it out and so i'm public enemy number 1 right once you have that level of awareness mm-hmm. you can't undo it so if my father were to come and be like, I'm so sorry. Here which he would never do, cause whatever. But if he were and he was like, Here's a hundred thousand dollars, um, I'd be like, Cool, I'll take your money. <laughs> but I don't trust a fucking word you say. And like at that point it would just be like, I'm gonna purposely it's going to sound fucked up, but like I'm going to purposely take what is offered monetarily and just probably not though, even. I I could picture like I was on the phone with my mother the other day and I was like, "Mom, when I get a full-time job and I'm working as a social worker, I'm going to send him his $2,000 back so that he can never use that again." again like against me ever again and she was like no the fuck you are not i was
1: just gonna say that no the hell you are not that's what she said that was your grandmother too who i'm sure she wants all of her grandkids to have a piece of whatever she left
0: no i know i know
1: so she she said she's like that's the least he could fucking do after all the shit exactly he's put you if your mom had to beg him to buy you school clothes and take care of you guys yeah that was owed there's he should owe more than that sorry that's my opinion but that's not you're
0: definitely not no so i agree with your mom so to answer your question if he were to come with money my sister my older sister dina and i are not we're different you are yeah we're not we don't think materially yeah. we don't think we don't think about the material mm-hmm. shit. When my grandmother died and everybody was up in arms about money and this and that, my sister and I were like, we don't give a fuck about any of that. Right. All I wanted was the piece of paper that had the little note that I ended up getting tattooed on me. That was it. Yeah. Everybody's my my little sister went into my grandmother's house, tried to pull a cuckoo clock off the fucking wall cuz she's like everybody's getting shit. I'm like This is material things. Me and me and Dina were like, this is fucking bar. Everybody's being a barbarian right now. Right. So, we were raised by my mother, and my mother, quite frankly, growing up, we didn't have those luxuries. I didn't have my my a pair of Jordans until I was old enough to buy them myself. Like the most we had was a cell phone just so let you get in touch with us you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we didn't have name brand shit we didn't go on fancy vacations we didn't do any of that because my mother couldn't and right. my father wouldn't right and the price of going on those vacations with my father was we had to deal with our abusive stepmother who was not nice to us so it's like no, we don't want to we we don't want to go wherever the fuck you're going. We'd rather have peace. Mm,
1: which I would rather. I mean, if you were going to give peace or money,
0: I want peace. That's what I'm saying. And that's where me and Dina come from. We're like keep your fucking money. Right. Like, you know, which is the best way. Right. I'd rather live in a fucking cardboard box than but my my little sister you can tell the difference is is very like gimme 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 right and also very like um like like even from the um and this is not to bash her choice in career right but she chases the money even with like her career whereas like me and dina yeah
1: which that is fine though because you know what i mean it it it's you you need money (laughs) i mean if i was to get a job and it you know if i'm gonna go to go to school and it's not gonna pay me good money then it's at the end of the day it's like what am i gonna work my ass off for i need to also pay my bills take care of my kids do you know what i mean yeah so if i have to get a job that's gonna make money at the same time i'm gonna chase the job that's gonna make the money
0: yeah but so i could get that that ends up that i don't because that ends up being i've chased the money you know what i mean like i've chased the careers with the money i've had a career with yeah but social work makes money don't they because we saw that um they don't make the most money no but they make a good chunk of money they make a a decent salary but not all social workers are paid amazing i mean you're also depends on what state you're living in depends on your depends on your state location wise it depends on what population you're working with yeah um social workers are pretty underpaid for the work that they do you know it's not like it's not like six figures out out the gate you know
1: right but you get there you can which you can also open up your own practice and get there you know what i mean like like a job that makes good money like your job is eventually going to make good
0: money yes for the for the route that i'm going to take um you know and 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 what i'm going to end up doing yeah i'll i will definitely end up making six figures
1: right well that's what i'm saying like i can't knock somebody down for wanting to chase a job that's
0: gonna make good money i'm not gonna knock somebody down for that but when it's your like your emotional like if you were to ask me the reason why i didn't choose social work right out the gate even though that was what i wanted to do and have always i've always gone back to counseling and years and years ago
1: so even before nursing you've always wanted to be a social worker
0: not it wasn't necessarily social work at first it was guidance counselor and then it was school counselor so anything that had to do with um one-on-one counseling counseling yeah like therapy always always wanted to do psychology and all of that
1: so that was always your calling babe Yes, I love that. it's
0: always been, but everybody talked me out of it mm-hmm. because there's no money in it. It's not you don't get like as much money when you're out of nursing school. This is why I went to nursing. I, I you know, I started in nursing school because everybody was like, you know, oh well, you don't make that much money in in psychology and this and that and yada yada yada. Um, so I chose nursing because out of nursing school you can clear 80 grand easy right you know and then you get your master's in in nursing you become a nurse practitioner you're clearing a hundred you're clearing six figures you know like one of my best friends is right right? but you also have to love what you do that's what i'm saying
1: no i get both sides i I get why you're you know you have a passion for something i would rather do something i love but i also have to think about making sure that i can provide for provide for my family yeah yeah
0: yeah i know that i will be guaranteed a job when i when i'm done with my masters regardless of what i do and um but am i going to clear six figures out of my masters no i'm not you know i mean i'll make a decent salary absolutely but um I personally would rather that than if you put the two in front of me, I mean, it's, it's literally that's been my life. You put this in front of me and hey, you'll clear six figures right out of college, but you're not going to necessarily love what you do. Or hey, take maybe like a $20,000 a year pay cut, but you will be emotionally fulfilled and absolutely love going to work every day i'd take the twenty thousand dollar pay you're like
1: doing your internship and you love it so much that's what i'm saying you're all you're just an intern right now that's what i'm
0: saying and so my sister is the type who's if you put those two in front of her would take the money and to me a that just you know shows like kind of where the prior like the, I know what you're saying. There's there's a difference between yeah, I want to make money. Everybody wants to make yeah, money. Right. Who doesn't? Absolutely. You're not going to ever look especially in the world we live in today, you're not going to ever look at a person and that person's going to be like, Nah, I don't want to make any money." Fuck that. Of course. But then when it gets to being greedy, right. When you're when you're kind of selling your soul to the devil, not that I'm saying my sister does that, but when you're selling your soul to the devil for a dollar or to make some coin that's when it's like okay you can tell how this person was raised versus how that person mm-hmm. was raised does that make sense yeah no, no, no. you're right and kid and kids <clears throat> who are bought end up being like
1: money hungry mind on one thing greedy yeah
0: entitled yeah that's exactly what it is you know and that's where and we say i say all of this to say like this is the byproduct of narcissistic abuse no kid is safe even the kid who's being bought the kid who's being spoiled the kid who's being taught to fucking hate and be a bully and this and that that kid is is abused that kid is not safe themselves either my little sister, she may never realize it. She may never come to terms with it. She may always think that I'm just this crazy wackadoo of a human.
1: But that's like we've been talking. That is her being manipulated, manipulated yeah. into thinking that you are.
0: Yeah. I know. I know that. Yeah. Um, My other sister knows that. Mm -hmm. my little sister i don't know if she'll ever know that because my father would be stupid to fuck her over and that's the difference is he's never ever truly been like maybe i shouldn't fuck my two older daughters over like he's never ever been like maybe
1: don't fuck your kids at all because those are your children like right
0: That's not how a narcissist thinks, though.
1: That's just that. Then don't be a parent. That's how I feel. If you're going to be a narcissist, stay the fuck away from kids because it's almost like a man who who abuses a woman. They're not going to go and be on a fucking man their size because what they're going to get their ass whooped so what do they do they attack a woman because it's easier to control it's easier to be
0: the you know what i mean well narcissists will prey on the seemingly weak right so to a narcissist the weak is what a child the weak is a child the weak is a really nice person who is a people pleaser the the weak is an empath right the weak you know is a a woman whatever whatever it is they will prey on the weak Mm mm-hmm or what who who they think for
1: themselves right like children don't know how to think for themselves like they're you're it's they're learning off of what the parent is teaching and telling them but
0: it's not up to because the narcissist will never ever say maybe i shouldn't have kids because i'm a narcissist because they don't even know they don't
1: know that they're being a narcissist right
0: they don't even know what they're doing Because they're a narcissist and they'll never admit to it. Mm -hmm. There's no self-reflection with a narcissist.
1: Is there a narcissist test that people can take?
0: I don't, I mean, there's a, there's a diagnostic criteria. It's not a test.
1: Right, right, right. But if, if like you can go online and take a quiz or something to see if you have these traits. Well,
0: everybody has tendencies to some extent though degree right um there there's like i said the there's criteria that you have to you have to hit certain but like literally in the dsm the diagnostic manual Mm -hmm. um uh there's criteria for narcissistic narcissistic personality disorder okay and if you hit each I, I, one not each one you don't have to hit every single one but if i think it's either it's either five seven or nine out of all like if you have set like like let's say the number is seven if you have seven out of the 14 mm-hmm. that's half yeah like i don't know what it is i don't hmm. know but you have to exhibit a, a certain number of these traits in order to be diagnosed narcissistic personality disorder okay but what i'm trying to say is there's no there's no like thinking about what you've done they're always right there's no
1: I know you're literally talking to a wall
0: with a narcissist. You're not going to get through to them. So so what I'm trying to say is it's up to the victim of narcissistic abuse. Mm -hmm. It's up to those people, unfortunately, to be aware enough. Mm -hmm. And once you realize you're with a narcissist, leave. Yeah. Because it's
1: not going to get any better as hard as it is because people, when they fall in love, they fall in love but just know once you're in that shit and then you involve kids yeah don't procreate with a narcissist
0: if if you can see that they're a narcissist right off the bat yeah things are i promise you they will not get better oh my god no change will not happen (laughs) no it's never going to happen you're never
1: gonna get that and but that's how narcissists are too they make you believe that they have changed so they'll put on like this good show for you and it's like oh my god they're being so nice and everything's going perfect and they got you where they want you and then all of a sudden the next time you see them it's like back to shit again like yeah. we, th- we were talking about it on one of our episodes it's like p- being on that roller coaster you have your highs and they're really fucking
0: good but your lows are the fucking worse yeah well that's 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 another thing with the narcissist is like fake empathy
1: yeah like they're They're scary yes i really like it's scary
0: yeah no it it really is being with a narcissist. yeah and it's dangerous again it is very dangerous and detrimental when you have children with a narcissist because if you are hyper aware you can see the trajectory of abuse that happens you know um so yeah i feel like i relate to this story we we appreciate you sharing sharing it it, yeah thank
1: you for um sending that to us you will definitely stay anonymous we wish you nothing but the best we will be you'll be in our minds for sure and keep us posted we'd like to know where you're at we're Mm -hmm. gonna
0: definitely do some more research on parental alienation so we can maybe talk even more and in more depth about it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we kind of just went a lot into like the weeds of narcissism with kids from experience too. Yeah. Yeah. From, from experience. But, um, it, this parental alienation, again, I think it's just like, again, the sibling alienation, the parental alienation, the bullying. Um, these are all telltale signs that you're dealing with a narcissist. Um, and it's best to be proactive in these situations whether that means well no i think it should you know bringing in a counselor um lawyering the fuck up um whatever it is you know what i mean so be be safe out there absolutely we want everybody to be healthy happy safe mentally and physically um don't put yourself in any situation where you are at risk of being physically harmed but also try if you are not in a situation where you're at risk of being physically harmed stand your ground Mm -hmm. Um, draw those boundaries even if it's with your children do it because your mental health matters and your mental health is most important um and to no degree should you ever accept abuse into your life abuse from anybody. So just bear that in mind. Yeah. We love y'all.
1: Love you guys. Um, if you're listening to this, consider being a patron. Yeah. Go as low as $5 and as high as 25. Do you want to tell them about the
0: next tier that we just offered? We did just create a hundred dollar tier, which is $100 per month. That is our one-on-one coaching tier. So if you want coaching with me and Jaylon, um that is the tier to do it. Um and again, we can help people in all areas, um but we typically want to help people dealing with narcissistic abuse. Yeah. Um because I feel like that's where we both clearly are well versed. Mhm. Um Yeah.
1: But again, like we can
0: relationship stuff
1: yeah whatever it is if you guys are interested that tier is there
0: yeah you get all the benefits from all the other tiers plus obviously a monthly coaching session one-on-one or i guess two-on-one yeah two-on-one um so you know if y'all are interested that is there um Yeah. And until next
1: time, guys, we love you guys so, so much. And thank you for always supporting. We love you guys so much. Love y'all. Good night, guys.
0: Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.